In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Water, man. You heard? Yeah, yeah that's how and we And it live. ain't got no sugar in it. That's how we living, man. It's you know, the black, black folks' shit. water used to be sugar water. Right. <laughs> man, congratulations on everything. Appreciate what? you, brother. Same to y'all, though, up, bro. Man. For real. Nigga, really working, man. Running. You want this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want this. Yeah, man, he the one who put me up on your music that's years ago, man. Right here, like, for real. I appreciate that shit, man, for real. He been told me that shit. Wow, I was like, yep, we called that one. Yeah. He be knowing, bro. <laughs> that nigga be knowing. That's hard, man. 
How long you been down in the city? I just got down here this morning. Yo, yesterday, what? Uh, no, but I, I went home yesterday, but I was in New York like probably two days ago. Okay. Yeah. Down that bitch is moving around. Man, Jeezy got a video shoot Thursday, so I'm gonna be down there for the Do some quick shit, you heard? You know, Snow a legend, man. Hell yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Huge in Detroit, too. I ain't know he had that type of pool. Man, that nigga big down there, bitch, bro. Like, he really huge. I ain't know. Like, yeah. I ain't know till I came to the city and seen. Like, they had a concert. Man, that nigga huge. Concert. Niggas was like, at, at, at uh, uh, what's, what's the mall? My mall out there. Somerset. Somerset. Yeah. Niggas was at Somerset getting right. That's like, how you know that nigga. That's how you know that nigga rich, man. Look, he talking about what's the Somerset. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, know. you know, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, you know what I mean? I be in Fairfield, too, though. You know, I'm fucking fuck. <laughs> no, All the way, yeah. I, man, I, listen, I'm an honorary Detroit nigga, man. If I wasn't a DC nigga, I'd definitely be a Detroit shit. nigga all the way. It's a nigga. I love the city. No regular one, got it. Got yak on that bitch. That nigga yak hard, man. That boy went hard. I think those big. Yeah. <laughs> Chico, man, all we do is goddamn bring ghetto legends through the trail. We got some ghetto niggas, man. We got a you ghetto heard? legend in this bitch. My <laughs> motherfucking nigga, when I tell you. Oh, we ain't ready yet. We ain't ready yet. Man. We got to set the atmosphere, bro. What you want to hear? Man, whatever. I'm on whatever, man. You heard? Play that play. Jack nigga. Yeah, play Jack Artist. Play Fuck Jack Free Rio, All right, we, gonna, we gotta, you know we got to get a couple in before yeah, we do it. Play Jack Artist. Chico know the sauce. Get this motherfucking atmosphere right. You feel me? Yeah. You mean I ain't the type of nigga that go to work and just be working the whole time. <laughs> you feel me? I'm gonna take my goddamn time. You know, I'm on black people time. Uh -huh. Give me some volume, bro. Yeah, I mean, we also know honey racks and tether. Like half stepping. You can ask Perry. You can ask Perry. You should, you're acting like you're scared to turn it up, though. You on restriction? Any bitch, you got 44. <laughs> 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 
Dory numbers. Nigga, play mud, baby. Get that mud, baby, next. That mud, baby. Mud, baby, next. I play that in the verse. Yeah. When they, they gotta have a top down, oh, let that shit play all the way yes, through. Yes, sir. That's one of them songs, too. That's one of the ones. Oh, my kid. Yeah, you pull yeah. up at the gas. Nigga don't even know. We can't hear the word. <laughs> them over just slapping in the trunk. Nigga, I remember you pulled up up in that mud, baby. <laughs> this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I play this at ignorant levels. Yeah, he got to. You would have thought I was in that bitch with you. That nigga say put up in a burnt with that bitch. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> the cop was like a butler, I just do shit. Goofy niggas trapping for three weeks and still ain't this shit. I got so much frost in this new roadie like a No 36. We rock 41. I dead date a bitch. Maybe like five million in one year, bitch. I was late for this. Fuck them talking, never do no lack of help and spray the bitch. Flashing that luxury at your show, we come and take this shit. Damn. Ooh, bitch, yeah, I do major shit. shit. All this jewelry light up my old neck like the Vegas trip. Real roster bought me a new mansion, cost me eight. You in the streets and still ain't touched a meal. You want some lazy shit. shit. Crack a seal, finna drink it all, ain't on no saving shit. Mix a Fendi yeah, with that Dior, I love that bathing shit. Hit the road, took 10,000 pills, we ain't banging trips. Told my bitch to stuff it in her coochie, had to train a bitch. Stretch the work, do this shit like yoga, that's my training bitch. Turn that chopper up like a little Kid, I been on spank some shit. You the opposite of number two, that mean you ain't the shit. Throw me up ten racks, I love the rain and shit. Ghetto girl, and she got a fatty, that's my favorite bitch. Got the same bottles in my kitchen that my babysit. Got a sketching on me, it hold 30 in the My mama said I got some screws loose. I, I need some maintenance. Private jet, over here first class, ain't on no basic shit. Fucked around and got another eye, me on the waiting list. All my homies playing in the background because they ain't legit. A lot of habits need to quit my cup. I can't be taking this. Yeah, I never fake a stick. Pull me up a three and a crease soda. It's a fake twist. Niggas in the game and falling out on some flavor shit. How you gang go against the guys that is plagiarist? Pop a slatty, mix it with a flat, let a zapin shit. Ella shooters blow shit like a hookah, let a vapor shit. Told her I can't love you like my drink, but love your nakedness. But this shit paying off, that's what patience is. You got that savvy water, nigga. I feel like stepping Yeah, I feel healthy. Oh, you doing the right shit. Hell yeah, I feel like I'm doing I feel healthy holding this shit. I gotta post this one. It's a hell of a trap. Man, what? This shit a trophy, man. All right, last one. Give me Mufasa, nigga. I'm gonna take him back. Damn. I'm gonna take him back to that curtain. Give me Mufasa. Yeah, that's my nigga. Okay, Mufasa. Give me Mufasa. Damn. Keep going, nigga. Yeah, that's what we do around this motherfucker, man. Yeah. We back like spines. Yeah, sir. Talking, man. Yeah. 
Shit, nigga. Take a whole army to defeat me, nigga. B Street. B Street. Keep a stick with me. Like, I tell you, like, how I met this nigga. Like, we, we was doing a, a shoot 
uh, for Charlemagne's show at this mental health gym mm -hmm. in Detroit. And uh, you know, you don't, you know the music. I knew the music prior, but you don't know what the story is behind the man that make the music. Right. And when we met, man, like just. You know, it's one thing to connect with a nigga because you like their art, but when you see the type of man that a nigga is and the type of shit that make you speak the way that you speak, like me and this nigga locked in immediately nah, because really Slim done been through so much and his ability to be able to express himself. Being a nigga that's from the streets of Detroit, one of the realest cities in the world, but still be able to express himself in a manner to where people that's like us from everywhere get to understand, understand. my nigga, you going through some shit that you can make it through, you can get through. You can come out on the other side of it, be successful, and take care of your family, man. So, man, that just made me fall in love with the nigga even more. Like, I Real walked up on the nigga, he was like, what's up, Slim? What's I was like, up, what's up, Slim? my baby? <laughs> you need just because that, that respect is there, yeah. man. So, this nigga is one of the most, you know, we, we meet a lot of niggas in this game. We done met a lot of niggas, Los, you know. We come in contact with a lot of niggas, and a lot of them disappoint you, but... This nigga right here, one of the realest niggas you can ever meet, man, all the way. So mm. it's an honor to have you in the trap, man. man. All the here, way. It's an honor. Appreciate y'all, bro. It's an honor. All Thank the way, God, man. Bro. And if you didn't know, could I, could I do it? I mean, all the way from the six, the east side of Detroit, you know what I mean? The drink god, nigga. Big ice. You already know, nigga. Ice dog records! Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How you yeah. are, man? My motherfucking nigga. The one and only Icewear Vezo, man. It's in a trap with us, man. For real. Hell yeah. Man, I appreciate y'all niggas though, for real, bro. Like, y'all platform mean a lot to us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just in them trenches overall, bro. Like, y'all really are the culture. Y'all help pushing that culture forward, you know what I'm saying? So this shit, this shit, this shit turned for me, bro. This shit feel big for me, bro. Real nigga shit, and I mean that too. Man, you know what I'm saying? He told us, told me when we met, he was like, nigga, in the, in the feds, nigga, that wildin' out, and you better not turn the channel bro, off. Bro, listen, us, bro, that's our bid, my nigga, in real life, like, for real, like, man, wildin' out, like, love and hip hop, them two, them two shows right there. Cause you gotta think, bro, the women on there, then y'all niggas funny as shit, bro, like, we, that's all we tuned into, bro. Nigga better not turn that TV, bro, everything. I look, you know, we had, a, we had a whole TV room for Detroit and shit, bro. I was locked up with so many DC. Yeah. I know, too, yeah, about you know that, what I'm saying? You know, so, in the feds. No, Shout out to sure. all the niggas in jail watching Wildin' Out. Man, Wildin' Out really one of the biggest shows in the feds, bro. I mean that. I swear to God, niggas. <laughs> bro, I didn't know that. You never bro, know, bro. Listen. They come up, they tell us that all the time. <laughs> I'm not thinking, the, I'm thinking like jail. <laughs> nah. Nah, feds. I'm thinking, but feds. No, nigga, yes. the feds. That mean, we, sit, we in the rotation, nigga. Bro, yeah. listen, my nigga. The feds, bro, every, we sit and watching that shit. We knowing what time it come on. Niggas is cooking food. Look, my man, my man just got out, bro. He he'll tell you too, nigga. We cooking full meals to watch Wildin' Out, bro. Oh, my kids. These niggas is having Thanksgiving us in the feds. Oh, I'm serious, bro. I wish I could explain this shit anymore, bro. We cooking full meals, man. Nigga, make sure they got their workout in, everything, bro. Before Wildin' Out, come on. On me, bro. Y'all niggas this legends. Shit crazy, and man. <laughs> Straight up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Like I've been a fan of your music since before you went to the feds. Like just because I got a love for Detroit. Like I always, you know, we all do. But for me, you know, being from DC, 
Like it's, it's certain cities that remind me of the city I grew up in because you know, it's still black, you know what I'm saying? Like you go and it's the culture is so rich in Detroit. So I fell in love with Detroit when I, found, when I went and you was one of the first people that I discovered you, you know, Peasy, mm. you know what I mean? Doughboy Cash Out, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Babyface Ray, all y'all sure. niggas, I've been fucking with y'all niggas way, way before. But I love to tell you, I always would say, man, these niggas is the next niggas. Like, these is the niggas that's going to change the game. And you know what I mean? Like, I always knew. And that's why when you made the statement that was controversial a couple weeks ago that you changed the sound of rap, I was one of the motherfuckers like, yeah, nigga. Like, the, the nigga changed the sound. Like, so what made you comfortable enough? We gonna jump right into that. What nah, made you comfortable sure. enough to come out and, and talk like that now? Now, you know what's so crazy? Like, I think a lot of niggas took that as me saying like, like overall, like I changed the sound of the rap game, and I'm just speaking from like you know from the from the level I'm on. Like I'm at I'm at I'm at my ground. I feel like I'm at the ground level. I'm in the trenches. We in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And like you know, as far as all the artists coming from the streets and what we listen to in them clubs, strip clubs, what niggas ride to, is that is that sound that I I, I feel like I brought back to the game. You know, <coughs> the rap ain't nothing new. I don't give a fuck how you, how you do it, how you say it, ain't, ain't nothing new. Everything done been done, it's just niggas do it differently. You know what I'm saying? The way a nigga do it is new. You know what I'm saying? So just rapping on like the real gritty gutter beats that sound like a nigga made them bitches in the closet. Like niggas wasn't coming at and I came that. You know what I mean? So I was just speaking for like the trenches and like niggas that's on the come up right now. Like that's the, that's the sound niggas is rapping on. And I wasn't saying it most so like, you know, like, Man, I, I, I changed shit now. I, I don't want no nigga rapping on this. No, I appreciate everybody rocking like that, but I'm a humble nigga, bro. You already yeah, know, know that. that. I just right, was stating myself. the fact, and I right. did. Yeah, you know what I mean? I agree. Not overall, just... though, but, and that's the goal, intentionally to change it overall. Right. You heard? Who are people going to react like that? Though? I'm going to just start saying shit like that, too, then. Fuck it. Yeah, you heard? I man. changed the way niggas tell jokes. <laughs> That's a fact, nah, though. for real, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, though, but it's a fact, bro, though. It's a fact, though. I know what niggas was sounding like before I came out. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact, but, Stop like... Stop slinking and doing my shit. Uh, you know, I'll like... I'll let me. We can collaborate, and I'll show you how to do you. Yeah. I, I've been saying this for a long snuck. time. <laughs> like, my favorite rap come out of Detroit and Flint, you know what I mean? Like, just... With, with the Detroit sound and the Flint sound, like with y'all and then with, with, with them Rio. Them the first two places that I ever went to. Man, Rio changed that shit too, though. Oh, Rio definitely Rio changed. Rio and RMC yeah. Mike and the Coochie Man and all them niggas, like just that area, that sound, like, what do you think that comes from? Like, just that that sound that y'all produce, like, because it's been around, if you go all the way back to goddamn, you know, Blade Ice, yeah, Blade, y'all all, like always had a different sound, but what do you think? Y'all was able, did y'all like come together and have like that sit down and say, nah, this is what we all pushing or did it organically That happen? shit organically happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you say, Blade, the Cheddar Boys, the whole Street Lord, Rock Bottom, Lodge Boys, uh, May West, all them niggas was already rapping on them type of beats. They just was a little slower back when they was doing it. And in Detroit, all our music sped up. Like you go to a club, every song you hear in the club, that bitch <coughs> super fast, you know what I'm saying? So we already was rocking with our, mu our music like that. So we just had the producers start making the beats fast. We rocking on that shit, like that shit happened organically. You say the, the beats are faster? Like the, we speed the songs up in the clubs. Like literally, like speed them bitches up. 
Like you would you would know the like song. Like in the strip club. In all the clubs. We uh. speed, even on our radio stations. We speed the music up. All our music sped up on the fast side. You heard? So we just had to produce, start making that shit fast. We ain't gotta speed it up no more. You know, but like organically we all just we pushing that sound. And I and I know for a fact, like when Rio was out, nigga, everybody on that on that ground level that I'm speaking of, everybody was rapping on them beats. On that, on that shit that Rio rap on. Then I came with like the slower, the slower vibe a little bit, you know, the, the, the crunchier beats and niggas rapping on that. Yeah, that's what, that's how I discovered the music, like being in Detroit, being on the ground, like nigga, I'm, I'm at the, uh, uh, what's the, the casino, um, not the MGM, the other one. The, Greek Town. The Greek Town, yeah. I'm at the Greek Town, I'm at the light of the Greek Town, nigga, pull up beside me, bumping some shit. The last thing I hear is a nigga say, uh, the nigga Rio said, dead people in my pocket, you know, what he say, dead people in my pocket, now my clothes smell. I was like, nigga, who the <laughs> fuck was that? And I couldn't catch the nigga to ask him. So it's like, just that Detroit, that I said, the thing I say about Detroit is when you go to Detroit, Detroit play Detroit music. Hey. Like, that's one of the strangest places. shit that ever happened to me in Detroit. Motherfucking police pulled up on me in a box Chevy. Damn. This was about two years ago. I was like, that nigga still driving a box Chevy. I know he ain't paying attention. He not listening to shit. Yeah, no, but I pull over. He shooting first. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nigga, pull up. Man, nigga pull up in the box Chevy. You better not, got that. You better not pull over. You so, heard? Uh, so like being from Detroit, like what do you think that, you know, y'all, you know, because you, you know Atlanta, we all know Atlanta as far as they, they cement in the game and and as far as establishing culture, but what do you feel like the Detroit is now in the, you know, the pantheon of establishing culture and being appreciated and respected in the rap game? I feel like we pushing through, you know what I'm saying? Like every every city and every region had that wave, like, you know, Chicago got their wave, Houston caught their wave, Atlanta got their wave, New York. I feel like right now, you know, it's just, it's, it, it, it's our turn to just really catch that wave and push that shit through the ceiling. You know what I mean? I think we like right on the break of really, really going big with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Again, recognition globally, you heard? like. But you know how do you get that wave though? Uh, Everybody gotta fuck with each other. If you look at any city that had a run, it come from when everybody started fucking with each other. That's a fact. That's how Atlanta city. do it. Soon as, I'm talking about it gotta be all across the board though. The, the trap niggas gotta fuck with the niggas who do backpack rappers like, once everybody get on the same page, that's how they make a run. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. 
connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. It's always gonna work like that. I exactly. think the main problem just be, you know, a lot of niggas just be thinking it can only be one. You know what I mean? Everything right. you do, and that's a problem. Just as as black men, we got that real bad thinking, you know, it's supposed to only be one. That's just like it's saying it's only one dollar in the world. Right. It don't make sense. You know what I mean? There's room for everybody. So yeah, you're right about that. Long as soon as niggas can 
acknowledge that and move on that, that shit gonna go through the roof. How, how did y'all get past that in Detroit? Because you know the east side, west side shit is major in Detroit. And that's something that's been going on internally in y'all city for, nigga, before you was that's around and before everybody was around. So how did y'all become, you know, at this point to get to a point where y'all were able to figure it out to move? It, you know, necessarily everybody ain't got to be buddy, buddy and friends, yeah. but just we able it's to all coexist and mutual yeah. respect. How did y'all establish that? I know for a fact we learned from the people that came before us. You know, we seen what they didn't do and where, where they went wrong at, and we learned from their mistakes as we should, as we supposed to have did. Right. You know what I mean? We watched them not really come together like they, well, they came together, but I feel like niggas ain't stay together. You heard it. Like you say, just be able to coexist with each other and have that <clears> mutual <throat> respect and mutual understanding. And that's what I know for a fact we did. We just learned from, we learned from the mistakes of people that was before us, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like in Detroit, when it come like to the rap community, our problems don't we, don't, we don't bring that shit to the world. Cause it ain't got nothing to do with the rest of the world, you know what I'm saying? Niggas got shit going on amongst each other behind the scenes and we make sure that shit can stay behind the scenes as much as possible. It don't work in every case or all the time, but for the most part it do. It's a lot of niggas that might not like each other that rap in Detroit, but it ain't got nothing to do with the rest of the world, ain't they business, you know what I'm saying? And keep it in house. We keep that shit in house and I, I gotta salute my hat to every artist in Detroit for that because we do it subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? That come from that mutual understanding, that mutual respect. This shit ain't start on Instagram, so it don't need to, you know what I mean? It don't need to finish on Instagram where you ain't got to, not saying it need to go foreign, jump on no crazy wild street shit. I'm, I, what I mean is like, even the conversation that need to be had, that shit happened behind the scene. It ain't got nothing to do with social media, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's important and I know that we do do that and we absolutely learn from people mistakes that were before us. Who are some of the artists that you know are coming up, only you know from your side, Detroit, that the world need to know about. Man, Cheddar Boy, Malik, Tough Tone, goddamn Tone Tone, man, them them uh, the whole Cheddar Boys, honestly, that whole little wave right there, them boys had a real and Stretch Money, them boys had a real man, Stretch a motherfucking legend, man, that nigga really can rap, you know. It was at one point where Holmes was the biggest artist in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. Another nigga I fuck with is Lou Graham. Man, go, that's Big Gulp, man. That's my brother. <laughs> Lou Graham, my nigga. That's I Big Gulp, man. Lou Graham, you heard? Man. Yes, sir. That's Niggas my ain't ready. That nigga, I fuck with that nigga, man. Big shift. <laughs> you dig? Now, I'm gonna name the artists that I like, but they're very controversial, so I'll just keep it neutral and salute Lord everybody guys. on the scene. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people don't know your backstory, though, man. You was, you know, you was big in the streets of Detroit before you ever made a record. I'm talking about owning car washes and businesses yeah. and all of that. So, like, how did you utilize that business mindset that you had doing it with, you know, the wrong way, as people would say? How yeah. did you transition that into what you do now? I use everything that I did then. I use the shit with the music shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't taking no for an answer. I ain't letting my foot up off the gas. And I, I just, I keep going, you know what I'm saying? The same way I be out in the streets doing the wrong shit is the same approach I take doing the right shit, you know, with the same enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Nigga ain't going to the house till late at night doing some dumb shit, so I ain't going to, you know, I'm stay out and grind this shit out doing the right shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just more so that focus, you know, I keep that same focus. I ain't let that, I ain't let that focus that I, and I gun at that shit, bro. Like, I already, I speak everything about my life into existence. I know what I want to be. I know who I am going to be. I know who I am. You know what I mean? I manifest that shit and I f 
firmly and strongly believe in my path and my story, you know, and I got the understanding of knowing that I can create, I can create my story. I can create my own path. I can be who the fuck I want to be. It don't matter that nigga ain't graduate high school. I ain't go to college. I ain't had no jobs. I ain't do none of that shit. It don't mean nothing. It's not stopping me. You know what I'm saying? I had that same mentality when I was in the streets, and I got that same mentality now. You know what I mean? I bought a restaurant, a car wash, and dispensary when I was a kid. Right. Like a little ass kid, bro, and I bought all that shit. You heard? So I'm on the same thing with the music shit, you know? Pushing my own record label, all that. I'm do what I got to do for myself, turn myself up, then turn my niggas up. That's how I got to go. Goddamn right. Now, I want to speak to just the, the, the strength that you that you possess because you had all of that, but then you lost it. So how do you keep yourself in that mentality when you lose all of that and have to start from bottom again? Like, how do you get to the point where you don't quit and say, fuck it, and go back to what you know and just, you know what I mean? All of the things that go into having to push past, you know, what people look at as failure. How did you do that? Man, you want to know what's so crazy? Everything I lost, I wanted to lose. I ain't want that shit. I ain't want it that way. Cause I do know one thing, like with this street shit, it ain't never no winners. Ain't, a nigga ain't gonna never win. And it ain't no end game with that shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit go either two ways and we all know which way that go. And I ain't want that shit. True story. I was driving home from my car wash one day and it was just a wild day, bro. Like a lot of weird ass energy, just a bunch of stupid shit just kept happening. You know what I mean? I pulled up on the side, pulled over on the side of the road. But like, bro, true story. And I just talking to God, like, you know, I know I prayed for this and I know I asked for this. And when, I'm, when I say this, I meant money. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know I prayed for it, I asked for it and I wanted it. But this not the way I want it. I don't want it this way. I'm not happy. It don't feel right. I got indicted a few weeks later and lost everything I had. And I was, I was extremely happy. And I was happy because I knew I had a chance to start from zero. And I knew God answered my prayer. Because I wouldn't have, I, I lost shit way too fast. It was like a domino effect. I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. I lost businesses, car, full, full on running businesses that was doing well at the time. Cars, all type of shit. I knew God answered my prayer and it made me happy because I knew that was just the first part of my prayer because I asked for it to have it the right way. And when I lost all that shit, that was the happiest day of my life in real life, you know what I'm saying? So I knew it was time to get it the right way and do that shit the right, do it the way I want to do it. Do it in a way that's gonna make me happy. Do it in a way that's gonna make me appreciate it. Cause I ain't appreciate that money. I ain't careful. It was too much shit that came with it. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even about the pressure. It was just me being a nigga that know how to think, that know like, man, I sink this shit a million times. I'm, I know where I'm headed. I know where I'm about, to, I know where I'm headed. What was one, your first step to doing it right? Clean slate. Like, so you say you're starting over from scratch. What was your first step? First I mean, step. I, first, I went to the feds. I had to go to jail. When okay. I, when I I'm got, saying when you had, you're going through the process. You know I left it. Once I lost that shit, it was over. Yeah. That was my first step was reneging from going back. That's the first step is knowing when to quit. That's a step in itself. That, to be honest with you, that's the, that's the strongest part. That's, that's where the strength come in. Knowing when to quit, that shit is hard. That was my first step. I knew when it was time, it was done, it was over with. You heard, when I lost all that shit, it was over. Let me fight this case, do what I gotta do. I got a daughter, I got a son on the way. Fuck this shit, I'm gonna go sit down, do my time. Nigga, my wife and my kids was living in the middle of the hood with her grandparents. I ain't never told nobody this story. Only people know this is my immediate family in my circle. 
I'm Icewear Vezo at the time, man. I'm the same nigga just had restaurants, car washes, five, six cars on rims, cribs, all this shit. I'm me at this point, popping like a well-known nigga. And I was fucked up, bro, with a name, got songs, all this shit. And, uh, you know, wife and kids in the middle of the hood, bro. You know what I mean? Like, nigga had to uh, sit down, got back out, bro, and I still renege. Got a deal, that shit ain't do nothing for me as far as financially. It did a lot for me because I gained a lot of knowledge and I had got a record deal by some good people. You know what I mean? But shit, nigga just stuck to that shit. I, bro, when I tell you I believe in myself, I really believe in myself. I didn't even have, I don't, I don't, I didn't know the plan. I just knew where I was gonna be and I knew where I wanted to go. And that shit came to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Now I got everything I ever lost times 10. And I'ma hold on to this shit. Cause now I know how to have it. You know what I mean? I know how to have something. I know, I know how to be a nigga with money, bro. I know how to, I know how to handle this shit. I know how to stay humble. I know how to respect other people. I know how not to crash out. How not to think too much of myself and jump on that high horse. You know what I'm saying? Not let that money make me tweak out. I know how to have all this shit, you know what I mean? So go back to initial uh, question. My first, my first step was to renege and not go back. I'm telling you, man, this nigga here, like when I talked to him, when we had the conversation, it was just like, you know, you, we, it's very rare we get to look in the mirror with perspective loads, like especially us, the way we think about, you know, me and this nigga, like I told me and this nigga for years, when we ain't had nothing, nigga would just ride around and just, talk about this shit, you know what I mean? Ways and and, 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 and and different type of methods we could do or what we could do or what we need to not do or what we need to change before any of this shit. So when you hear somebody talk about it from a perspective of your, like your perspective, it was just, it was refreshing to me because a lot of niggas that come from the streets don't allow themselves to get to that point because of the fear of what other people are gonna say about that. And them. that's why I asked, what's the first step? You get what I'm saying? Cause it's like, nigga, it don't matter if he said or he said, nigga, the niggas who gonna hear you say it, it's gonna spark something. You get what I'm saying? Cause there's people who standing right there like, shit, I'm ready to do the shit now. Yeah. What I need to do. You dig what I'm saying? Like, but you gotta, but see when a nigga asks themselves that question, that go back to what I said, that first step is knowing when to renege because you got a nigga that'll ask, that'll say that like, all right, I'm ready to go right now what I need to do. And a nigga put something in front of them for a certain amount of money, a nigga do it and not care what it is they doing. You gotta know how to renew. You gotta know how to, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit, let me figure it out. Let me find another way. That shit is hard, bro. How, that shit is hard. The hard part. Man, you know how hard it is? How your wife and kids living in the middle of the hood, bro? Why you in prison? And you get out of prison, gotta figure this shit out. You know how hard it is not to go pick up a bag or go get some real money when you know you can, when you know how good you is at this shit, <laughs> how, good, how good you are, yeah. just as equally talented as you is with moving everything, everything else with this shit. That shit, is a, that shit is hard, bro. That's why I didn't go home when I started doing comedy, because I refused, because it's like it's different when it's the people that care about you. Fuck yeah. When it's strangers, you don't give a fuck, but when it's your mama like, nigga, you ain't eat again today, like, and, and people, when people, people gonna treat you like they used to seeing you. So when they see you in a sense of you, the nigga with all the cars and all of this, and then you come and you doing something completely different, niggas like, damn. And when it's somebody that you know not being malicious, it make you say, man, why am I struggling when I ain't gotta be? Like yeah. that shit difficult to do, man. So salute to you for making that transition. Cause now yeah. you, you, you know, I watched the documentary you did where you went back 
to a, a restaurant that you frequented on the east side yeah, and just talked about one of the ladies that that showed you love like speak about that like the people that that did see the greatness in you pride like did you have a, a abundance of those people or, or was it just a, a couple of people that just spoke so much into you that you didn't need a whole bunch of it and you know i'm gonna be honest it was a lot of people you know usually like when niggas get asked that question it especially like rappers like we got it bad with just saying Man, nigga ain't did nothing for me, bro. Yeah. Wasn't nobody. Said I, wasn't gonna yeah, be I shit. did this shit on my own. Man. I, 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 for me, it wasn't like that. I had a lot of support. I had a lot of people that believed in me. You know, since I was a shorty, bro. Even my homeboy, my best friend, Ghost. Like when we was kids, bro. He knew that he he believed. He knew that this shit would happen for me. He knew it. My big brother Jay did it. He in here. He knew it. You know what I'm saying? My 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 mama, my brother Rick. My nigga Webbo, like I, my nigga Lil Jerry, like I had real support. We used to go half on my mixtapes type shit, like for real, bro. Like them niggas done went broke to help me out, especially Webbo. Like that man um, spent all his money on my music and he rapped too. Like he helped me get in the studio before he did this shit for himself. I had a lot of support. And that's another reason why I was like, this shit gotta work, because too many people believe in me. You know what I mean? And at times I felt like, I felt like I ain't deserve that type of belief because I knew, you know, where I would, the path I was headed down. It's just like, I don't deserve for y'all to believe in me. You know what I mean? I just did, I felt like I ain't deserve that. But now I understand. My manager, Chanel, I met her in 2012. First, She's amazing. First day. Give a hand yeah. to her. She's amazing. She's amazing, man. It's a blessing. Nah, man, you deserve like everything. That's that survivor's remorse and shit. Yeah, when you man. feel like you don't deserve I, that I shit. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I feel like I ain't deserve that shit. Even my old lady, bro, me and my me and my wife been together since we got in was 12 and 13 years old, bro. I used That's to, some real hood yeah, nigga she shit. Was working to say. at McDonald's. And me and my wife was together. Studio all that. I'm driving the gas out the car and shit. No money to put in that bitch, man. Like, no, I had a good support system, bro. 12 and 13. Now, we was kids. We was that's kids. That's crazy. We still locked in. How you speak to that? How you keep that together with all of this shit that come with the rapping and, and all of that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you keep that together? Because that's That that's real important. life shit. You yeah. know, that's important for people to know. But the process, though, is what I think a lot of people don't get an insight into. Like, how you stay together with all of the success and all of the stigma that comes with being a nigga that got it. How do you stay locked in? throughout that process. How do you keep somebody down with you when you gotta go to jail and they gotta live in the middle of the hood when she knows she can go fuck with the next nigga that got it? Right. You know what I mean? How do you keep that in, in, in pocket? And it go back to that mutual understanding. Like we respect each other, we understand each other. This shit deeper than just like some love shit. Like that's my partner, you know what I'm saying? We 50-50 on this shit. Like when I hurt, she hurt. When she hurt, I hurt. It's not even about no love and no marriage and no relationship at that point. Like, we far beyond that, you know what I'm saying? We we life partners, like, that's really my dog. Like, we we homies, you know what I'm saying? We done been through so much shit, bro, and ain't none of that shit break us. It's like, at this point, we just locked in. And the crazy thing, even when a nigga had got fucked up and lost all that shit, we was the happiest then. We happy, happy now, but I'm saying like, I was about to say, nigga. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before like, the, you know, when a nigga had all that paper and shit like that, when I lost that cheese, we was more happier then because even she, she felt what I felt. She knew what was, she knew what was coming. She knew this shit. She knew it. She seen it. You about to turn up. When you get home, you gonna get rich. You gonna be rich. You gonna be a millionaire. 
She used to tell me that when I'd be frustrated and I had to do uh, six months in a hole. Three, I did three months, got out for a week, went back for another three months. She came to see me at Vision. I'm mad as fuck. They done threw my rap book away. I got to write my raps on the fucking milk cart. I'm, I'm mad, venting to her. She's like, what is you tripping for? You about to be a millionaire when you get out. You really about to be rich. I'm talking about with no plan. She ain't got no plan. I ain't got no plan. She just knew it. You heard so, are we locked in? Like, that's my that's my dog at this point. That shit like, you know what I mean? That's, that's beautiful to hear, man. That's... Man, like, so, so you know, QC, why them? Man, I fuck with P. P. solid, bro, like, and Coach K. Like, they whole system, they whole team. Me and P been rotating for, like, two years before I even signed with them and shit. We just been building, getting to know each other. And, like, we, we got a lot in common. His mentality, his come up, you know, the way he sees shit and, you know, as far as, like, with QC, they don't, they let the artists be artists. They let the artists work. Like, you know, you'll go to a lot of labels and they, they yell that creative control shit. Soon as you sign them dotted lines, nigga can't drop no music and none of that. Like, it ain't even no discussion with QC. I right, listen, it's coming out Friday. All right, cool, let's run it. You know what I mean? Ain't no business, ain't no business better than that kind of business when it go back to the initial thing, that mutual understanding. That shit is important. Anything you do, any relationship, any business, any friendship, it gotta be an understanding. Gotta be, it got, you gotta have an understanding. I don't want no love. I want some understanding. You know hey, understand hey. each other. It's a quote you know right I mean? there. Yeah. For real. <laughs> All the way. Now, like, being from Detroit and then, you know, signing to an Atlanta label, you know what I mean? You get a lot of people who, who say, man, well, shit, why not keep it all the way in 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 pocket in the, at the crib, and why not just, you know, do it there, and then y'all create your own conglomerate. Speak to why it you gotta have an understanding that it's it's cool to venture out. You know what I'm saying? Bigger picture. Yeah. The bigger picture, bro. When it, when you got a plan, some shit just be the first step. This is just the first step. Like I say, you know, I'm putting myself on the line. I'm risking my own music. I'm risking my own contractual freedom. You know what I mean? To make money and be in a position so I can take that bag back to Detroit. Not can, I, I am, I'm doing that now. I'm bringing that bag back to Detroit. And I'm investing in other, I got an artist with me right now, SBRPZ. My nigga Vino here, Millie, like, we're really bringing that bag back home, back to Ice Star Records, back to Detroit, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, it's just a process. Can't You can't do nothing by yourself. If you got it in your mind that you about to make some shit work and it's just you, you watch, you watch your mind, you lost it. It don't work like that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them situations where it's like, all right, fuck it, let me strap my nuts on, let me go lock myself in some type of agreement, run it up, and I'm gonna bring it back home. That's what I'm doing. All the way, man. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. 
Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Speaking of that, I want to talk to the music, the actual music, like 
you know, Detroit got a, uh, you know, a, a unique sound as far as the music side, but the wordplay, like somebody like you, Payroll, you know, all of the niggas that speak that, that, that hustler talk, like that motivational that shit. That game. Like, that good game, that like, that's really teaching the nigga how to do it. And not just glorifying what come with the good part, but also explaining to you, nigga, you're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? All of that, like, did you, is that a Detroit thing or is that just a, a thing that just happens to, you know, come from you personally? I just think uh -oh, that's mic a, check. What, what was the question? Check, uh, check the motherfucker. Check with I bet. Uh, yeah, I asked about just the, the message in the, the music. You know, I was talking about niggas like Payroll, and yourself and P, all y'all, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All the whole Detroit, ba Babyface, all y'all speak a certain level of music that, a certain level of game in the music that I think is kind of non-existent now across the board. Everybody just partying and popping pills and, you know, sipping lean and all that shit cool, but y'all got a deeper message in the music that really teach a nigga how to go get something for itself. I said, is that a Detroit thing or is that just something that you personally? <laughs> Just have any. I just think that's more of a, a, a nigga being responsible. Like, I, I know for a fact, like, like as far as everybody you name, we all understand our role we play. You know what I mean? With just like the influence on on the young niggas and and you know how rap can influence other people. Sometimes I, I I think we just we all understand that. So it's important that niggas throw that message out there and let a nigga know like. You know, ain't no end results to this shit. This shit, it might be fun on one track, and the next track is like, yeah, uh, this was gonna happen. You know, playing them games, you moving crazy like that. Like, we just all understand that, and we been through that shit. Niggas really from that shit. We sync that shit, and I came up off of that type of music. Like, with niggas like Big Hurt. Like, Big Hurt was a reality rapper. Dude, he from Detroit too, he a legend, he fired. You know what I'm saying? Holmes made club music, made street music, but most and foremost, he was a reality rapper. Like, he spoke on the street shit, but he ain't only glorify that shit. He spoke on what came from that shit, and he influenced my music, you know, as, as a young nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I just thought it was important that sometimes I do the same. You know I, mean? I gotta ask you this, though. You're talking about, like, you know, you're talking about Detroit and hood shit, but now this shit is just global. Like, and I know you hear this shit from other countries where they got they kind of version of like shit that's almost like some shit that remind you of some shit, but it's like you could tell the shit that they heard that, you know, made them make this shit. <laughs> it's kind of like the, you know, know they'll exactly translate that shit. They'll do your shit in their language, basically. It's like a whole little genre of music and shit. I know you see like different subcultures of music popping up around the world just nah for sure but you know what though bro i ain't gonna lie niggas need that shit like i, I see it like niggas just helping push that sound niggas helping push that agenda that shit important you know what i'm saying the, the, the motor mirror you know it can be just us but if it's us and niggas from outside of this motherfucker that shit gonna go even faster yeah you know what i mean I do be hearing some generic shit That's though. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't, bro. I and I be like, man, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. especially like the beats. But sometimes some of them niggas be going crazy. That shit be hard as fuck. Man, Detroit culture, man. Like the 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 the, the culture is something. I'm glad y'all get recognition. City, man. Yeah, I'm glad y'all get recognition for it now. But like, you know, just I just give an example. Cartier frames, like yeah. the buffs, the, buffs. The, the the stones and the glasses and all that shit. That come from out of Detroit, Michigan, hands down. So 
like now that you see that it's is is y'all getting the credit, do it feel good or did you you know do it? Is it like oh, I knew it was coming? It was just a matter. Hell yeah, that shit. Oh, um, well, that shit feel good. Like I ain't see bus blowing up like that. I'm not gonna lie, like. Cause for yeah, a long y'all time, niggas was yeah. robbing the shit out of nah, each other for them nah, motherfuckers fat. in the city. And, and <laughs> it was for, so violent, nigga. It was like, niggas hey, want these? Straight up, man. Niggas, <laughs> man, niggas really used to die for them. Bro, I ain't gonna cap. Ah, yeah. my first, my first case was an unarmed robbery for snatching a nigga bus, bro. <laughs> when I was a kid, bro, 16 years old, bro. And that and shit was that serious down that motherfucker, bro. But like, yeah, nah, niggas ain't used to understand that shit. Like, why we was so infatuated with them bitches? So. I ain't see it blowing up like that. That shit hard though. I mean, and the the, the jewelry, like you know, the, the the jewelry out of Detroit, like you know, rest in peace to Hutch. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah, like that. You, you put me, you know, onto that. Like not necessarily put me onto it, but plug me in yeah, with it. Yeah. When I went in and said Icewear, man, it was like, oh, you fuck with Icewear? Yeah. Right, come on around the yeah. corner, man. Let me show you something. You must <laughs> must be all right. But like like the creativity in the pieces, like. Where that come from, you know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing to have the money to get some shit, but you done seen some niggas that got the, some diamonds that you be like, man, you could have left that shit at the jeweler. Swear to God. No, I don't, I don't think everybody's shit's supposed to be good. Man, that shit important in Detroit, but a nigga gotta have the right diamonds. Call like, it the kit. You got, Detroit. hell yeah, your kit gotta be it's, Yeah, it's, it's just an interpretation. Yeah, nigga gotta have that shit on, though. Like, <laughs> you can't have them motherfucking SIs and lab diamonds. All that shit gotta be hit. Yeah, that's boy. a Detroit nigga for you. You know, grab that shit. Eyeball yeah. your shit. Like, oh, yeah. You get that shit. You gotta yeah, get that nigga, shit, now. You gotta you got put it on. Got the and the brains on, nigga. That kid came out the lab. You be like, put fuck. That I'm never coming back. Nigga got the joint. Me, bro. But I mean, like you, you take that shit serious. Like it's a real thing. Not and it's and it's bigger than I could tell. It was bigger than the money. I shared this story when we were shooting. Your one of your pieces had broke, mm -hmm. and you had the jeweler that made the shit come Show up the there. Fuck, damn, that nigga remember everything. Yeah, boy. nigga, that yeah, nigga came <laughs> up. He was like, and I seen the way he was talking to him. It wasn't like no fuss. It was like, listen, man, this. And he talking like he made the motherfucker. I was like, man, I might need to get ice with him, make my shit, nigga. I didn't even know to ask these hey. type of questions. Oh, yeah, so how man. do you get that in depth with it? Is that something that you just come from over time and buying jewelry, or did you just, you know, do you say fuck that? I'm spending my money on this yeah, shit. I'm yeah, yeah, that shit come from being cheap, nigga. I'm spending my money. This shit gotta be right, nigga. <laughs> yeah, every, I need cheap. to know the ins and outs to all this shit. Now I'm about to hear you yeah, fifty right. Hit that fucking price tag. Fuck you yeah. wanna know everything there? Tell me some more shit. Yeah, yeah, we ain't Put a little that. book out and read the whole little book. Yeah, let me see what is the certification, nigga, the GIA. I need all that yeah, shit. Yeah, fact. All that IF, shit. all that. All that, all exactly. That. Man, you know what I mean? Like, now, the I got music, some shit man. I only wear at home. You only wear that good shit at home? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I pull it out when I work. But man, I you know that. what's so crazy, bro? I ain't gonna lie. If I ain't rap, I wouldn't even be buying this shit for real. This shit is just like I play a, a watch, Emotion. a little chain. You know what I'm saying? I ain't all that at five, six chain, man. Fuck that shit, boy. If I ain't rap, like I just don't <laughs> care. I come one roly. You know what I'm saying? The pressure, yeah, of nice being love. a rapper, right? Man, this shit is frivolous, bro. I used to love this shit. The honesty of this nigga, man. I used to love this shit, bro. I was, I used to be infatuated by this shit. But now it's just like, man, what the fuck, bro? Nigga, I don't three, four hundred thousand dollars. Bro, I done spent four hundred thousand on jewelry, bro. You know how fucking stupid that sounds to a to a, a motherfucker that's a billionaire with no jewelry? You know what I mean? Like four hundred racks, man, this shit is just frivolous. I wouldn't wear that shit if I had to, but it's all gangster. You know what I'm saying? 
It's all up. I, mean, I feel you. I, I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, we come from a place where we don't get to get shiny shit a lot. You know what I mean? So the more shiny shit you can get, we, we you know, it's value to us because, you know, them just shit, at the end of the day, this shit ours anyway. Them diamonds and shit come from where the fuck we come from. So we should be able to. Shaka Zulu and them niggas ain't said it was free. The shit, that shit <laughs> definitely a trophy. just able to go get that shit out the backyard, nigga. That was the only difference. Now, that you know shit I mean? definitely a trophy, but I just play like, I wouldn't have as much jewelry as I got, though. You know what I'm saying? I keep it cool. Like, man. who's somebody whose shit that you done seen and be like, nigga, I'm dead as Man, impressive. Gucci. That nigga Wop got some of the best ice in the rap game. For real? Man, Wop got the best, some of the best jewelry. That nigga shit be turnt. His shit crazy, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I stopped Bart where his heart used to be. That nigga been doing it for I'm a while. I'm talking about the shit. He got not. Yeah, no, he did have that yeah, Bart. That, that Bart nigga was Simpson, hard for that. that. Bart Simpson <laughs> with the blunt, nigga. That nigga Man, Gucci. Niggas used to have the colorful diamonds for real. Boy, you look back at the history of jewelry, boy. Man, niggas what? chains used to be 96 inches. Man, them bitches took a chain. Right nigga chain all the way down here. Camera on them niggas. Them niggas shit. Big used ass to be white toys. Ankle length, nigga. Man, Neck to ankle. Man, we used to be tweaking with the uh, with the clothes and shit back then, bro. That shit kind of coming back in, though, man. I know my fucking tar. It did the baggy shit, but yeah. bro, we used to wear niggas used to wear tar tees. Man, though. you seen that the shit? The shortest Balenciaga nigga, nigga putting from? out. Nah, nigga, I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody looked Balenciaga. like they was melting. Man, that niggas used to Balenciaga wear tar tees <laughs> and clear force ones. Man, what the fuck was we thinking? Oh yeah, but the niggas that used to wear the clear forces with no socks and be foggy <laughs> on the inside, you niggas is disrespectful. <laughs> you ever That's what Balenciaga mean. What? French for big as fuck. I'm gonna take your word. No, nah, you for real? I just made that up. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> see, you see it? He almost fucked me up. I'm like, man, what? <laughs> tweaking. So, so, man, I gotta ask you, of all your projects, which one you think is the most meaningful to your career? If you Clarity. had to pick one. Clarity 2. That's the, yeah. That's the biggest, that's the biggest one I, I done. Ain't nothing gonna ever mean more than Clarity 2 for me. Why Clarity 2? That's the one that turned me up. That's the one I blew up on, you know what I mean? Bro, I dropped that bitch, right? I put, well, not not the whole tape, but I put like most of the songs out. I had to do a bid back then. Put that shit out, turn myself in. I'm in jail, a regular nigga. I'm in a bullpen, normal in a bitch. I go to the to my rock. I'm in that bitch normal. Man, gradually over months, niggas just got popular in prison. Like everybody, every nigga in the prison just knew me. And my girl at the time just let me know like, bro, your shit turned out here like you a big artist. And it was cause of Clarity too. It was the songs on that shit. When I got out, I dropped it. I dropped the whole tape. Man, shit just been up since then for me. As far as like in Detroit, like that shit really put me up, like all the way up. Nigga, that's yeah. hard. Yeah, hard. If you're stupid too, that's one, yeah, of, man, that's one of my favorite Clarity too. Now, you know. Um, What's in the stash? 
That's, damn, he took that thought out of my brain. As far as music? Yeah, shit, whatever. Man. Music, media. Shit, I got a, I got a movie about to drop November 23rd. We gonna do it at Imagine Theater. Royal Local Mission. I executive produced that motherfucker. I, I co-written, I wrote the whole movie, but my man's Kamar Smith did the script for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm acting in that motherfucker. It's dropping November 23rd, Imagine Theaters, Royal Oak, Michigan. Then we're gonna stream it in December. What's it called? Tag. It's about, it's like a Detroit up-to-date New Jersey drive. Just with, oh. a, with our little twist on it, you know what I'm saying? It's with called, real car theft. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. bullshit. It's called tag because, you know, niggas call that when you retag a car and resell it. So the movie, fire that bitch dope. Who the fuck just said, hey, back then, like you riding around and one of the hell cats new face. Yeah, yeah. nigga, hey. I got a Gangsta Grills <laughs> dropping December 8th, me and DJ Drummer. Hey, that's uh oh. Uh oh. Gangsta Grills. Now, is that, was that something that you wanted to do or something that they wanted you to do? That was on my bucket list. Yeah, at this point, that's some do. historic shit to nah, do. For sure. It's like putting your stamp in the game. Yeah, to have okay. that, that, that DJ drama, that, that gangster grills, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, do you feel like, do you feel more pressure to come different on this one than you do on any of your own projects because of the stigmas that, I mean, because of what's attached to the gangster grill? I did at first, but then I'm like, you know what, if I think like that, then I'm gonna drop the ball. Like, fuck this shit, I'm just gonna keep making music that I like to listen to. When I go to the studio, bro, I make shit that I know I'm gonna listen to in my car. You know what I mean? I'll be able to have, have more fun with that shit. Do me one favor. Exactly. Just keep talking shit in your raps. Oh, yeah, He'll nah, tell you, all the shit that, I listen yeah. to, if a motherfucker don't say some look, like talk a little shit, I ain't gonna really shit. fuck with it. I gotta talk that shit in that bitch. I got yeah. some shit on there with Jeezy. Yeah. I got uh, Future on that motherfucker. Kodak Black. Uh, yeah, be going baby crazy. money. Yeah. That bitch turnt, man. Baby, baby money. money. Oh, no, baby, baby money, money truth, crazy, man. Baby yeah, money crazy, hard. man. Detroit, man, got so many artists that, you know, if you if you tap into what they got going on, and I think, you know, you, you feel Nigga, I went to a club that's at somebody's house in Detroit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you gotta no, tap into that, like that. that culture <laughs> of the city it's to like really that. see what the music do. Like, this shit is just, it's bigger than just some niggas on the microphone. Like, when you go out there, you see how that shit affect, like these niggas is riding around listening to this shit. They playing it on the radio. Like, you know, that's one of the only places that I done went to and I listened to the radio and heard shit that I didn't hear anywhere yeah. but Detroit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's They fuck with their own shit, like they always that. have. Yeah, for sure. Our music, like, that's all niggas listen to is Detroit music in Detroit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We are biggest fans. I think that shit dope too. I fuck with that, you know what I mean? Hey, give 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 us some 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 must do's in Detroit. Where if somebody ain't never been to Detroit, like you know somewhere to go eat, you know what I mean, somewhere to to to, to go sight yeah. sightsee in the city, cause you know you get a in Detroit get a bad rap or it's fucked up and all that, but it's a beautiful yeah. place. Listen, check this out. You get to Detroit on the food side, nigga gotta go to Sloppy Crabs. That bitch turned. Gotta fuck with Piece of Cat. That bitch that. Nigga gotta hit the Zorbas though, the Coney Island. See, but that's, that's the thing, much. that shit be a. So y'all niggas argue about <laughs> that shit like niggas in Chicago with hurls and <laughs> niggas in DC with mumbo sauce. You gotta go to the right you one. Gotta so go which to one is Zorba. the one to go to? Zorbas, Coney Island on Six Mile and Gunston. That's in my hood. That's the best, one of the best Coney's in that motherfucker. New face voucher. Yeah. 
absorbers. You are on the on the on the on the gear side though. You got you already know Somerset. Yeah. That's the bag. You know what I'm saying? Then we got Nojo Kicks. We got um we got the Bistro. That bitch, they got some shit up in there. I gotta you know give man? a shout out to my favorites, but Sweetwater Wings. Oh, Sweetwater Fire. I ain't man. gonna lie. Sweetwater Sweet... nigga. Sweetwater oh, Fire. Man. Then got on it. the club side, you gotta fuck with Truth, Annex, Ace of Spades, Society. Where you get your furs from? I don't need, I ain't gonna lie, I don't wear the furs for real. Where you get them furs from in the uh, What's the name of that spot, man? God damn, I done forgot the name. And then put you on Dietrich. 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 Dietrich first. Dietrich. Yeah, that's what I fuck with out there, Dietrich. That's on the boulevard. I always, I get all my buffs from Hutch. I got a few pair from Fairlane, I ain't gonna lie, from uh, m and I'ma keep it real, nigga. I done got a couple pair from m and you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, I just fuck with the culture of the city, man. I'm actually there January 13th at the MGM, man. I'm so excited about that show just because. I'm pulling up, man. Yeah, I told Detroit. you. Flint and Detroit, they're one of the first two cities I ever traveled to. That's hard. Hell yeah. I mean, just when you start a as a comedian? No, as a kid. In life. For real? That's hard. For real. Why? What, what, what took Family you? Family there. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. I remember we drove all the way from Mississippi to Flint. That's about, what, 12, 13 about hours? About 14 God, hours. Dang. Probably 15. Oh, motherfucker. And then, like, all my family from Detroit, like, they would just drive down and, like, spend the whole summer in, down south. In Mississippi? Yeah. yeah. Got family all over Michigan, man. That shit crazy. Uh, Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in the Midwest. It's, it's cold as a bitch in the Midwest. It's cold as a bitch, but, nigga, the Midwest, man, Midwest niggas are some of the... The flyest niggas, some of the realest niggas that you'll ever meet, man. And Detroit got some of the finest black women in the fucking world. Oh my God. The fattest asses. Here. They got like, real money. Yeah, they, they got money my too. My shit is not normal. <laughs> they got money. And my motherfucking, my, my lay, I fly to Dallas to get a bitch from Detroit to bring my head. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it in Detroit. Hey. Them answers sit different. I don't know if it's because it be cold all the time and them answers be like that frozen. Motherfucking Coney Island. Man. Yeah, it's that Coney Island. Right? That's what it is. Motherfucking chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, the next project is December 8th. December 8th. And that's the Gangsta Grills. Gangsta Grills is called Paint the City. Paint Girl. the City. Yes, Ooh, sir. Yeah. We on one on that one. What's up? And now it is. Bro, who haven't you worked with that you want to work with? Because you've been going, you got some crazy ass features too. What? Yeah. Like I'm saying, like shit that you featured on. You got right. a long list of motherfuckers. Who you want to work with? Man, I want to fuck with Drizzy. I fuck with Dre. That shit'll go. Um, on some player shit. Both of y'all from the six. We funded, that's why, that's why we both from the six. I gotta put him on one of them raggedy ass beats too. Yeah. So he can talk he'll crazy. Fuck it up. Bit, he'll fuck that bitch up. Drizzy, yeah. That's what you call them, them raggedy ass beats. Yeah, them raggedy motherfuckers, you raggedy just, ass beats. You just put the name yeah, on that's it. that's it, them raggedy ass beats. Hell yeah, They sounding like that, you heard? That bitch is hard, nigga. I'm yeah. talking about, nigga, you put them goddamn buffs on, it's like, nigga, <laughs> that shit like motherfucking Captain Planet got called, nigga. You put them bitches on, nigga, right? Oh, you fuck with any of the other Detroit hood movies? Hell yeah, I fuck with, um... Um, Price of Love, that bitch crazy. Y'all gotta watch that. How <laughs> buffed up my shit. Nah, 211 though. You ever seen 211? Nah, I ain't never I'm seen. in 211. Hey, what's the nigga that name with all the movies? Oh, uh, from 
Murder. You talking about murder? Murder pain. Shout out to murder pain. That's That's murder. That's murder. And um, Moolah. That's two eleven. Is day movie, but me and murder starring in that bitch. What's out of that bitch like? Hey, hey, real nigga, shit, bro. Two eleven is like menace to society in Detroit. Like in Detroit, that. In real life, bro. That bitch, one of them. What side of town murder pain from? Murder Payne, uh, he from the west side. West side. Where, where is he from? He from southwest. Yeah, he from southwest. southwest. It's okay. a difference, that's why I say it matters. He from southwest. What's the difference? I mean, the west side is the west side, southwest is southwest. They like they own city down there, you know what I mean? That's where Meech and them boys is from, from southwest. Southwest, Yeah, okay. so, the, so them boys that got McGraw Ave, that shit shot over there, you know what I mean? In their hood, that's their hood. Okay. Yeah. You gonna fuck with any of those? Yeah. You got the bag now, you put... No, I ain't Two no or question. Three year, man. It's coming. Like a tag, the movie dropping on the 23rd. Yeah. We got that rocking. We got Price of Love out. And I'm coming whole series January. This shit on the flow. It's on the flow. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. What up, though? Baby, Detroit shit. So, man, it's an honor, man. New face. Oh, look, we know it wouldn't be right. New face, you got us some? Oh, yeah. You you know who New face is? Nah. New face. Hey, this is, is, this this is the official hip hop historian, He's bro. a historian, he's but this he, nigga's he is an alien, a preserver man. of the culture. He's, uh, he got all the hip-hop artifacts. Yeah. So ain't no telling what Detroit, he might hit so. you with. And he from Detroit. He from the city? Yeah. yeah he from Detroit. The real, the real fucked oh, up he part. he a real nigga. Yeah, he got that shit on. He got that Detroit shit on. What up, Over there by where all them where power plants and shit got shut down. Seven Mile. Seven Mile. Seven Mile and uh, Mansfield right across the street from the hip-hop shop. Oh, you hard. Uh, Georgia, that's a gift for me to you. Man, it's hard. I'm going to pull out some shit that, you know, that's Detroit. Nigga. That nigga got the tapes. Come on, man. Yeah. What, tell me from a Detroit head, you know, who these people are and, and, and did you grow up with them, the influences of the city right there. You know what I'm saying? You know, while you go to that, I got a book right here from everybody from Detroit. And we got Bezo right there on that page. Oh, man, wow. you a real nigga, man. Check it out. Bree, Bree from Flint though. That nigga oh, yeah. a legend. So you already know Flint, Detroit. The yeah. West one. That's them shit. Cousins, so them little brothers. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. you heard. Motherfucking Dayton family from from Flint too. He shine. That nigga a motherfucking real legend, bro. Like a real. That nigga got man. 52 albums. I'm talking albums. about bro, a real legend, bro. Like he really like that murder bro. rap. Dayton family, they from Flint too. Them boys huge out there, bitch too. I know the Dayton family. I, don't, I ain't gonna lie, I don't know who Buddy is. Chaos and Maestro. Back okay. The they they uh, seen Detroit dance show. They was an you know, original Detroit OG artist. That's you know hard. I heard of Detroit most wanted, though. Yeah, for sure. I don't know this out. I don't know this one, though. But these three right here, without a doubt, Bree, Esham, and Dayton family, real legends. Then um, five years ago, Stab him in the throat with a dating spot. Roy signed in front of this. Payroll signed it. Um, I got Elzai from Slum Village. T Grizzly signed it. So I just used to do Kid Vicious, which is Roy's brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just talk about the day of how this came about with this photo and where this was. And then sign it in the table as well. Rest in peace, Big Lope, man. This my big brother. This my OG. This man took care of me, bro. He did a lot for me, you know, during my whole bid. Before my bed, after my bed, I looked up to him, I honored him. I got a lot of love for him, for his family, for his wife, his kids and everything. This big Loke car, rest in peace, long live Loke. That was my big homie. When he passed, a lot of us was hurt and we still hurt. You know what I'm saying? We did this at his crib. This is his car, two days before I turned myself into bed. 
Damn. See them bags under my eyes? Yeah, yeah that coming. thing was stressed, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was coming. Yeah. Man, this nigga got a song on here called Pussy Ain't Got No Face. I'm listening to this shit, boy. <laughs> oh, wait till you pull it up. It's crazy. <laughs> All the way, Appreciate man. Appreciate you, gang. Appreciate you, man. That's up, that's fire. You see oh, that, man, new face that, that nigga hard, boy. That nigga story. pulled out the dating family uh, tape. <laughs> nah, told you crazy, he's the official hip hop historian. Box Chevy with speakers in that bitch. Man, that's crazy. Preserving the culture, one tape at a time. Oh, you gotta sign the table too. Oh, that's hard. Who was in that picture? But that was actually five years ago today. That's me, Payroll, Peasy, and T Grizzly. That was that uh, Peasy video shoot for that quick remix. <coughs> that bitch went up. That was the first picture we had took with uh, with, with one of the dope boys. Wherever you want to, man. Hit, hit, hit the corner. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, I see. There we go. Big ice on that motherfucker, man. You heard? Hey man, listen, man, I appreciate y'all. This is your first man. time, but it's just your first time. First of many, man. Yes, you know what I mean? You see it, man. This nigga right here is on a legendary course. Remember when you heard it first, nigga? Ice the record! Yes, What's sir. your social media? Icewear underscore Vezo on all social media sites. Don't forget, Paint the City Gangsta Grills December 8th. Tag the movie November 23rd, Magic Theater Royal Oak, streaming December. Let's get it. I appreciate y'all, bro. Thank love, you. Bro. Real love, brother. Hey, real South Yeah. Ice Well Venzo. We out of here. Let's get a photo. This bitch hard for real. Oh, Nail, man. Hey, Nail. Yeah. Grab this one. New Face got all the plugs, man. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.